Here's another edition of the BayCare Health Systems podcast series, BayCare Health Chat. Welcome to BayCare Health Chat. I'm Deborah Howell, and I invite you to listen as we talk about colonoscopies. Yep, colonoscopies. Today, we're going to find out what to expect before, during, and after a colonoscopy. I'm joined today by Dr. Amy Curry, a doctor of osteopathic medicine at BayCare Health System. Dr. Curry, a true pleasure to have you on with us today. Thank you very much for having me, Deborah. Let's go ahead and talk about all the things we should do to prepare properly for a colonoscopy. Can you help us out with that? I would love to. So the first thing to do, and it might be an obvious thing, is to remember to take the day off of work and even possibly take the day off before the colonoscopy because you're going to have to perform a bowel prep prior to the colonoscopy, which is the part that most people don't want to hear or experience, but it's actually not very scary if you know what to expect. Now, preparation for colonoscopies has changed a bit in the last few years, and I think it's gotten a lot better. What should I expect with the bowel prep? So there are different bowel preps out there. One of the most commonly used preparations now is what's called a split-dose prep, where you actually take half of it the night before the colonoscopy and the other half actually the morning of. And that just helps to give a little extra clean-out right before the procedure so that the physician can get a really good look at what they need to see. And the prep tastes a lot better than it used to, I just have to say. It does. A lot of the different (laughs) preps now taste better. You know, a lot of them still have that kind of salt taste because the purpose of the prep is to pull water into the intestines to flush it out. So it needs that kind of salt to pull the water in. So some of them still have a salty taste, but most of them you can mix with flavored water, Gatorade, ginger ale, or some other type of flavored drink that you don't have to taste the prep too much. Yeah, just not a mimosa. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Okay, make sure it's non-alcoholic. And uh, I love salt, so I don't even mind the taste of the prep at all. (laughs) All right, so it's the day of my colonoscopy. How should I expect things to go? So when you arrive for your colonoscopy, uh, usually they'll have you arrive about an hour before your procedure. And what you'll expect is to talk with both the anesthesia team as well as your GI physician or surgical physician prior to the procedure itself. The nurses will start an IV for you. And then once you are set with your IV, you'll be ready to go. You can ask any final questions that you need to get answered. Great. Now let's talk about some of the possible findings during the colonoscopy and any recommendations you might have. So during the colonoscopy, the physician may find something like polyps or inflammation that they may want to remove or take a biopsy of. Uh, When that happens, you'll still be asleep during the procedure. You won't feel a thing. And they'll remove something through the little flexible endoscope and then take that biopsy and send it to the pathology department. Once they have the results of that, then we'll know exactly what the findings were during the colonoscopy and what you may need to do in the future. Sure, and you can take it from there. And what should I expect after the colonoscopy? So after the colonoscopy, immediately you might feel some bloating and cramping in your belly. That's because during the colonoscopy, in order to see, the physician actually puts some air inside the intestines to actually blow it up so that they can get a good look. That air you will pass over the first couple hours after the colonoscopy, and you will feel back to your normal self within a few hours. Sure. So maybe don't share the car with four other people right after your colonoscopy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And what should I expect in terms of follow-up after my procedure? Yeah, so the day of the procedure, you just want to rest for the rest of the day. You can go to work typically the next day, and there's no typically no diet restrictions after the colonoscopy. Your proceduralist, whether it's a GI doctor or a surgeon, whoever does your colonoscopy, will tell you actually 
immediately after the procedure, whether you had any findings that you'll need to follow up on and when to do that follow-up. So if you had anything removed or any biopsies performed, typically they'll have you follow up within about a week or two for those results. If you did not have any findings, then typically they will tell you when you need to worry about having your next colonoscopy, which can be anywhere between five to 10 years. And when should you get your first one? the screening recommendations are sometime between 45 and 50 for your first one. However, the caveat to that is if you have a strong family history of any colon or rectal cancer, you should start your colonoscopies at least 10 years prior to the youngest person in your family being diagnosed. Interesting. I hadn't heard that before. That's very important. And also, is there still a stigma attached to colonoscopies or have we gotten beyond that? I hope not. I, I think, like I said, I think colonoscopies can be scary if you don't know what to expect. But in fact, the actual procedure itself is a very easy process. The procedure itself only takes about 20 to possibly 30 minutes. And like I said, you will get IV sedation for the procedure and you will not feel a thing. And what's the most important reason to go get one? Most important reason is that a colonoscopy is used to screen for colon cancer and also to remove any polyps before they can turn into a cancer. We know that colon cancer typically starts by a small polyp that then will eventually turn into cancer over a time frame of years. So if we catch those polyps when they're small and remove them, we can actually prevent any colon cancer from forming. So give us your elevator pitch. You've almost gotten into it already with your last answer, but, <laughs> but come on, give us your all. Why should people really not avoid right. this? Colon cancer is the second leading cult of cancer deaths in the United States. So, and we have this screening test that is important and that you can do to try to prevent it. So, it is highly recommended to start your colon cancer screenings because unlike a lot of other cancers, this is a cancer that we can try and prevent by good screening. That was a really good pitch. You sold me. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, it's been very enlightening and so great to have you on today. Thanks for all the great information. I appreciate your time. And to learn more about colonoscopies and all the services at BayCare, please visit our website at baycarecolonoscopy.org. And that wraps up this episode of BayCare Health Chat. Always remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other BayCare podcasts so we can share the wealth of information from our experts together. This is Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.